welcome to Practice Pursuit for Therapists, the podcast dedicated to guiding therapists on the path to launch and grow their own successful private practice. We are Rachel and Adrian, and we are thrilled to embark on this journey with you. Navigating the world of private practice can be a daunting endeavor filled with uncertainties, and that's where this podcast comes in. Practice Pursuit for Therapists is here to host open and honest discussions around the most challenging aspects of being a therapreneur. In each episode, we'll dive deep into the crucial and intimidating aspects of starting a business. We want to support you in this emotional journey. We're here to help you take meaningful steps to overcome insecurities and doubts that might otherwise hold you back. Let's get started. Today, we're going to talk a little bit about EHRs, which is a major decision point for starting your practice, is which electronic health record you're going to use. So we thought we'd talk a little bit about how we made the decision in our practices and go through just three of the programs we know about. There's a lot out there, but these are the three that we've heard about. We're going to talk a little bit about Simple Practice, Therapy Notes, and Theranest. Adrian, what are some of your thoughts on which EHR you chose to work with and why? Well, I'll start by saying and talking about how hard it was for me to even choose a EHR to begin with. Because when I started private practice, I was subcontracting and I still am under a larger organization. So they offered kind of EHR services where you put your notes in and you do all your billing through them. All the telehealth was happening through them. So I thought, okay, I don't need an EHR. This is fine. And that's how I started because I didn't want to spend the extra cost or the extra money every month, especially as I was building in the beginning. And over time, I started to realize, like, I can't even really download my notes out of that system. I can, but it puts them in this really weird Excel format. So I can't read them. And I thought, oh, shoot, if I ever get audited, I am going to be, this is going to be such a project to try and figure out how to do this. And if I ever leave working with them, which I am planning on doing, then I have to somehow store all my notes anyway. And I was working on the renewal for my liability insurance. And one of the things to add is cybersecurity for liability insurance. And I thought, Oh, shoot. Okay. So I'm telehealth. Where am I going to store these notes? If I'm storing them on my computer, are they safe? If I'm storing them on like my HIPAA compliant Google Drive, is it safe? I don't know. And that is so stressful to me. So I thought, okay, I'll back it all up in an EHR. So that's how the whole journey started for me because it probably started about eight months into actually being in private practice when I finally said, okay, I've got to actually make a decision about this. But then there were so many softwares out there and I could Mm -hmm. not figure out which one I wanted to do. My decisions were greatly guided at the time I was in the middle of credentialing with Medicaid. And I had asked them do you guys have a preference for how you get your billing and do you know which is better or kind of what, what works and what doesn't? And they had recommended simple practice. They had said that the majority of the claims that they get from simple practice are clean. They're in the format that they need for Medicaid and they have had the fewest billing disruptions with simple practice billing. So I thought, okay, well, 
that's one tick on that side. And then trying to figure out what the other ones offered and how their billing worked and all of that. Because there's even some free billing software out there if you want to like hodgepodge it. And Mm -hmm. I had investigated that as well. And oh my gosh, that was so confusing. And I didn't have the time to take whatever trainings needed to be taken to even figure out how to use this program. So I started with a free trial with Simple Practice and Therapy Notes. Those are the two that I trialed. And I really struggled. Let me just say this. I really struggled with the free trial because I wasn't going to put a client, like a real client in Mm -hmm. there and then have to move them out of there because that's a whole thing, right? To change your platform that you're using and where just all of it. And so I really struggled with the free trial. Like, how do I even use this trial efficiently and effectively to understand what it is that I'm supposed to do? And so I really made almost blind decisions because I poked around in both of them. And I will say neither of them were super user-friendly where it was like, oh, this is so intuitive. And I (laughs) totally understand how this is going to work. Neither of them were. But I wound up going with simple practice for a few reasons. One was the billing structure. Um, Simple practice was more expensive on a monthly basis, but with therapy notes, even though the monthly fee was less, it was like all the add-on things that you had to do felt like they were going to be more expensive and I didn't want to play that game. Mm -hmm. Um, One of the biggest ones was the reminders, the appointment reminders. And so you had to pay for additional appointment reminders for your clients. And yeah, it looks like I'm looking at the website. It it says 14 cents per reminder. That adds up. That does add up, especially when you want multiple reminders, right? Right. Like I want a reminder a week before and maybe the day of or the day before. And I thought, okay, that seems like that could get really out of control really fast. And I didn't want to have to think about all of those pieces. With Simple Practice, it was just integrated. It's part of what you pay for every month. And I thought, okay, that sounds so much easier. And so I started with the basic plan. I think at the time it was $30 a month. I think it's more expensive now. Let me see if I... Uh, The starter plan with Simple Practice is $29 a month. But that does not include telehealth or Wiley treatment plans. It doesn't say anything about the claims, but I'm wondering if you have to pay 25 cents for all claims because the other, there's like the essential plan and the plus plan. The essential plan, you get 10 claims included. The plus plan, you get 35 claims included. So I'm guessing that starter plan, it's 25 cents per claim for all claims. You don't get any free ones. Yeah. Yeah. So let me re say that because I started with the essential plan. I started with the $70 a month one because I wanted the telehealth option and I didn't want to have to pay, you know, extra. I didn't want to have to worry about any of those things. And so I started with the $70 a month plan and then I went up to the plus because I wanted the calendar sync. That was honestly the biggest reason for me to go up to the $100 a month plan because I'm still not doing as much billing on my own to warrant or enough billing on my own to warrant the plus plan. But I really wanted the integrated calendar so that it would read because I, and I haven't done it yet, but I'd like to open up self-scheduling through simple practice for Mm -hmm. my clients. And I felt like that was a really important piece because I don't trust myself enough to transfer all of my 
personal appointments and things onto my work calendar in a timely enough manner. And so mm-hmm. that was important to me. So yeah. that's, those are some of the highlights and the reasons why I chose what I chose. Yeah. I just want to go back. I think I'm wrong. I think with the starter plan, you don't actually have access to submitting claims. Okay. Am I wrong about that? Uh, no, I'm looking at it right now and it says insurance is only available on the essential or the okay. plus plans. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So I also started with simple practice, but I didn't really do trials of other programs. I just asked a lot of people what they use and everybody said simple practice. So I just went with it. Sometimes I feel a lot of stress and anxiety around making certain decisions. And that was one of the things that I was like, okay, I know that other people trust this program. I'm just going to go with it. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to put my energy into understanding that program instead of, you know, researching a lot. And maybe that wasn't the best decision, but that's what I felt like I was able to do at that time. I also have the plus plan and Part of my reasoning for that is because I'm going to start hiring and I want to be able to add clinicians on, but I also really liked the calendar sync. And I can't remember the other reasons why I went with the PLUS plan. Well, for one, the Wiley Treatment Planner is included on there already. Mm-hmm. You do get more claims covered. But I think the biggest reason is just eventually adding clinicians And the calendar sync is really, really nice because I can see on my simple practice calendar some of the personal things. I do have all of the simple practice calendar that converts on my Google calendar in a HIPAA compliant way. So I I can at least look at my phone and see everything I have going on for the week. That's really nice. Yeah. I know there was a lot of backlash about simple practice sometime last year because they raised the prices and everyone got really upset about that. And there was like a huge amount of people that left simple practice for that and went to some other EHRs. I did not do that. I don't care enough about that. It wasn't that much of an increase in price. I already know the system. Anything you use is going to raise its prices over time because of inflation. So for me, it was worth it just to stick with simple practice. I already know the system. I don't want to waste energy trying to learn another system. So I've just stuck with simple practice. And at this point, I know it. I understand it. I like it. There's some things that I would change if I could. And Simple Practice has like these chat streams, almost like Reddit, where you can go in and put an issue you want resolved and people can vote on it. Yeah. So I've put things in there, voted on other things. Like it'd be really nice to have treatment plans auto-populate in your notes. Yes. That would be really, really nice. Have you ever submitted a request to change something? I did. I submitted a request regarding their two-way sync because their sync, and that's the calendar sync. So their sync works really well to put the simple practice onto your your calendar. Calendar, yeah. But the working it backwards, putting Mm -hmm. your stuff on the simple practice calendar is not, it's not great. It's not what I was hoping that it would be. Yeah. For me, it's kind of hit or miss. Like sometimes Mm -hmm. it translates over and sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. And, you know, one of the things that they advertise for that sync is that you can add 
a session from your personal calendar. So like from your phone, you can add a session and it'll populate in the simple practice calendar, but it doesn't really work that way. And so that that has been really frustrating because that was also one of the reasons that I went up to the more expensive plan. So when you say you put a note in your or a a schedule a session in your phone, are you talking about going in the app on your phone or just going on your Google calendar? On your Google calendar. So that's supposed to be part of the two-way sync. Oh, I didn't know that. mm -hmm, Where you can put a, it's essentially like an appointment request that you're putting in through from your Google calendar. Oh, I Um, didn't even know about that. Yeah, but it doesn't, it doesn't connect to the client. Like it just kind of blocks out the time and then you have to go back into your simple practice calendar and actually put the client. Okay. Okay. So I, that part doesn't, it's not a great feature. I don't mm-hmm. feel like, and if that's the reason that you're going to go with simple practice or the $99 plan over the $70 plan, it doesn't work very well right now. But I think, you know, cause I also have that $99 plan and you know, I, when one thing you said, you know, about people leaving in EHR, one of the reasons I've stuck with it is because the idea of leaving in EHR and having to transfer mm-hmm. all of your clients, get everybody set up in a new system, mm-hmm. move all of your, the data move on that. Right. All, all of it just seems so overwhelming to me, but maybe for other people, that's not overwhelming. Yeah. I don't know. Well, um, so the other EHRs advertise that they will do the data transition for you, but okay. you know, it's not like they're going to go educate each client on how to use the new system. You have to go through the process of relearning an entire system. Mm-hmm. So even though they do the the data transition for you, it, there's still a lot that would go along with that that seems just way too daunting to me. Yeah. And when you talk about the fee increase, are you talking about the, it was the credit card processing increase, right? The plus plan increased. Okay. And I think the central plan went from like $60 to $69 or something like oh, that. Okay. I do not have my facts correct on that. But it, there was an actual change in the price for the plan. Yes. That was around the time that I just started with simple practice in general okay. was when that was happening. Yeah. Um, and so I don't know any different. Yeah. The credit card processing fees increased, but that doesn't really affect me. I don't really run credit cards. I don't have really any self-pay clients. So what about for co-pays? The only billing I do is through Medicaid, through simple practice. Oh, okay. So there's no co-pays. So okay. I haven't had to do any payments that way. So I haven't ever even used that feature. So that doesn't really affect me. Okay. Um, and I think that's what's important is this is such a personal decision based on how your practice runs and right, right. what costs your practice is going to incur. Because I know there are a lot of blogs I follow and things where they love therapy notes. So I think there's pros and cons to all of them, but it's going to be based on how you run your practice and what is, are you doing insurance billing? Are you mm-hmm. using it just as a health record? Yeah. You know, Cause if you're using it just as a health record, that $30 a month plan is perfect. So really just trying to figure out how, how your practice is going to run and what your yeah. goals are. Yeah. And even just looking I mean, I'm, I'm saying this, but I didn't do it, but looking <laughs> at the, actually I did do, I did do this. I, I didn't do the free trial, but I did look at how the program looks. So if you have a profile, you open up your screen, you see how notes are put in, things like that. I looked at that mm-hmm. and, and I, the only one I liked 
was simple practice. But that was many years ago, and I'm pretty sure things have changed since then. Yeah. So maybe if you are like me and don't feel like putting a whole lot of research into trying all of them and doing the free trials and all that, you know, at least look at the program because all of our brains work different. There's probably going to be one that you more naturally gravitate towards than the other. I like that simple practice has the telehealth option included. Me too. When I started EHRs, I'm pretty sure simple practice was the only one that had that included. I actually started using Doxy Mm -hmm. for my sessions and I really didn't like that very much. So I was glad because I was like you, I went from doing all my notes and billing and everything in that subcontracted program and telehealth was not included in that. So I had to use Doxy and I wasn't liking that. So Mm. that was another reason I chose simple practice because it had the telehealth option included. So then I don't have to use a separate program for anything. I can do my telehealth. I can do scheduling. I can do appointment reminders. I can do payments, all of that through simple practice. Yeah. Yeah. And the other thing I really like is the reminder features in simple practice. Mm -hmm. So you can set up your treatment plans to be on a certain schedule and then it'll remind you that it's time to do treatment plans and whose treatment plan is due. And I, I need all the simplicity that I can get because if I have to track this in an Excel spreadsheet or something and be looking every month, I think that is the one thing that I thought I would do because I love being organized, Mm -hmm. but I don't think I took into consideration when I stepped into private practice just how time-consuming notes, just regular stuff, the admin stuff, the returning phone calls, all of the scheduling, the things that you have to do outside of just seeing your clients. I did not account for that amount of time, and I do not have time for keeping up with a spreadsheet. So. I actually do have a spreadsheet where I have a page for each client and I track if I completed those things. I'm not as good at keeping up with the treatment plan reviews on that. I'm working on getting better, but for my own sake and the way I organize things and make sense of things in my brain, I have that Excel sheet where I write down their insurance and I write down if the copay was paid and I write down if the claim was paid and If it wasn't, I write a note on what date I checked it and what the uh, denial said and my notes about the conversation with the insurance. Mm. And I I track all that on an Excel sheet. I don't have to do it. There's really no reason I have to do it other than that's just how my brain can keep track of it. Yeah. Yeah. And so we all have to figure out our own ways because with simple practice, you can put in custom reminders and all of Mm -hmm. those things as well. And so I find that I use that a lot because if I have to do things in multiple places, it gets, it gets kind of overwhelming for me. So that's what I liked about simple practice. It's all kind of right there. Yeah, it is. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Uh, One other thing I wish simple practice had was sending clients the scales, like the GAD, the PHQ-9, the, you know, I wish they had an option to just automatically send those to clients and for them to just fill it out really quick before they log into the video session. Because right now the way it is, you have to you, you know, you have your scale and then you have to make a copy of it and then you have to send it to them. 
and then it gets sent back and, you know, it's just difficult. So you might have like 20 copies of the GAD7 in the chart and it's just annoying. And there's not a way to track the progress. When I was in my graduate program and I was in my own therapy, the place I went to had this computer where you fill that out and every few months it print out a progress report so you could see how your numbers Mm. changed and it was in a chart format. I wish Simple Practice had something like that. That would be really cool. It would be. Yeah. Cause it doesn't, that is one of my complaints too, is it doesn't include the scoring. So you have to score your PHQ-9, your dad seven, Mm -hmm. all of that yourself. And that's kind of a pain. Yeah. And if there's another scale, like the, the multi, what is it? The the associative experience. Yeah, the or- mid scale. They don't have an option to have something like that in the chart. So you have to do it on a on a separate document and mm-hmm. upload it into the chart. So it'd be nice if the scale system in simple practice was better, but I don't think the other EHRs have that either. I think that's kind of across the board that that's an annoying process. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Extra paperwork. Yeah. Yeah. So do you know much about therapy notes or Theranos? Yeah. Those seem to be like the biggest ones out there. Therapy notes, therapy notes looked good. Like when I did my trial, it looked good. It was much simpler than simple practice. So like simple practice is not intuitive and there are so many different options for different things. Therapy notes was much cleaner, simpler. It was much more straightforward. And so I felt I was really drawn towards therapy notes, but honestly, the reason I didn't go with it was because of the expenses not being Mm -hmm. complete or included. And what was the other reason? There was the expenses piece and the appointment reminders. Yeah. So it was the appointment reminders and, oh, they didn't have the treatment planner, the Wiley treatment planner as part of it. And I hate treatment planning. Yeah. I hate it. Anything we can do to make treatment planning more simple. I'm going to pay the money for that. (laughs) Yep. So those were honestly the two reasons that I went um, simple practice. Theranest, you know, I looked at it briefly I did not like the pricing, like the way it's up to 30 active clients, 40 Mm -hmm. active clients, like that. I I don't know how your practice runs, but like my active clients right now, I have 40 active clients and still I'm only seeing about 18 a week. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Because a lot of people do every other week or once a month. Yep. Some of them are in maintenance, all of those things. And so with time, I was like, I don't. I mean, it's nice to be able to grow it slowly. And I I just didn't really like that piece. One of the reasons I didn't go with Theranest was because of the Medicaid claim submission. It was just not on the list of the top EHRs that Medicaid didn't have a problem with. And Medicaid is hard enough to manage as it is. I didn't want any barriers there. So those were really, that that was it. It was like I was yeah. trying to streamline it and make it as easy as possible for the things that I was doing. And so that's why I didn't go with Theranest. I'm just looking at the pricing of the Theranest website. It looks like it's a more buildable plan. Like you're saying, there's a price for 30 active clients. There's a price for 40 active clients, 50, 80, 100. And then you can add on Wiley practice planners and you can add on a client portal and you can add on telehealth. So it's a more buildable plan, which might be appealing for some people, but I imagine that everything you want to include in that, the price really would not be very much different from the others. No, I'm looking at it right with the up to 40 active clients at 50 a month. 
with 25 for the practice planners. So that's 75. And then um, telehealth is the $12 a month. So what were we at? 87 and then $6 a month for the client portal. So that puts us at 93. So it's really a difference of $7 a month from what we're yeah. getting with simple practice. And can you submit claims through that? I'm not seeing, I'm seeing you can customize super, oh, electronic claims filing. It doesn't have information though about the pricing of that. It doesn't. Yeah. So yeah. So I have a feeling it all winds up being pretty similar in price, yeah. even if it feels like you're paying less on, on the forefront. And maybe you are for a little while, you know, paying mm-hmm. less. But once you get going and you're including all of, if you're doing a telehealth practice, right? Because it's a totally different story. If you're in person, you don't right. even need the teletherapy piece. Yeah. So that's where it's like such a personal decision. But yeah. I feel like for the teletherapy options, they all wind up being pretty similar in price. Yeah. And I would love to talk to some people who use the other EHRs and see more, you know, learn more about their experience with it. I really don't have a context. And I also just want to say we are not getting paid to promote simple practice. That's just (laughs) what we use and what we're familiar with. But yeah, so definitely take your time just looking at all of them out there, talk to coworkers, go on Facebook and talk to other therapists in your area, see what they're using. I really appreciate, Adrian, that you called Medicaid and asked what their <laughs> preference is. I never would have thought to do that. Uh, well, thank you. I was like, you are the only people I'm using this for right now, so I want to know. <laughs> and the ones I'm most scared of. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. All right. Any other thoughts on that? No. All right. I guess that's it for today. Awesome. Thank you all for joining in and listening to Practice Pursuit for Therapists. Please like, subscribe, and share if you love this episode. We appreciate you all and see you next time.